Discord. Hello, everybody. Today, we are doing some announcements before the show, as always. I'm trying my best not to say the forbidden word, um, because I don't know about y'all, but that shit has been pissing me off. It's called a breath. It's called a mental break. That's okay. Here we are. The first announcement that I would like to make for today is we have a Discord server up. I'm going to be posting that link in the description below um, starting this episode. I just said um again. God damn it. I guess I can never say it. It's not like I can never say um. I just need to chill out a little bit with it. But if you uh, sign up for that Discord, you're going to get um, announcements, uh, sneak peeks, all that shit. You're going to know everything before everyone else. So if you want that kind of extra scoop, Discord places or Discord Discord server is the place for you. Besides that, as always, we have Patreon. Um, that is five dollars a month up. Otherwise, you can just—I'm pretty sure you can just donate any amount. Um, so if all you guys fifty cents, and you're like, you know, I want my last fifty cents to go to the McAllister hours. You are able to do that. So, without further ado, let's get to the solo episode. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you are watching to slash listening to the McAllister Hours, as always, and I am your host, as always, Colin McAllister, and we have a solo episode today. For those of you who had missed that, it's been like two fucking weeks since I've done a podcast. Holy shit. Well, that's not true. I did like, I did like, it wasn't even a podcast, it was like a therapy session. It was like just half hour of me just screaming into a microphone in front of a camera and I thought about it later, I'm like, this is fucking terrible content. So I'm emulating that same setup here today. I have two LED colored lamps on either side of me, giving me a interesting aurora. So for those of you who are watching can see that, obviously. Um... I'm saying um again. Holy shit. I need to stop that crap. If there does do any of you have like those those ticks? Not maybe not even a tick. Just that yeah, I mean I guess that's a good way to put it. Like a tick. You have those you have those parts of you that are just natural. Like I I bite my hangnails and my fucking loose skin. It's disgusting. It's like childish uh toddler like behavior almost but <sighs> alas here we are and um we are, um fucking a we are on the it is the evening of father's day i don't you I, I mean i'm not gonna lie i don't usually like make a huge deal of father's day but this one was a little it's a little different I don't know. Not, I mean, not really. I mean, actually, I mean, just where I'm at in life in general has been very different. Not like, I guess what I'm saying is Father's Day isn't really, like, for me, I'm not a father, so it, it's not a day where I can, like, you know, reflect. I mean, I do just because I'm fucking weird, but. Um, what I wanted to do today is I wanted to talk about, I, 
I don't want to go into specifics. I want to give his name. He actually he does have a position that I don't know. Let me just put he has a position where he may not necessarily want be wanting to associate with me and like the type of content we talk about on this channel. So uh, out of that respect, I'm gonna not put him in the picture in that light. And I'm going to be very vague in general. I'm going to try to be as vague in general as possible. Because I really don't want to make this about. Not that it matters probably. But I don't want to make this about that. So. Yeah. My father. Uh, it's interesting. I don't really know how to start this shit. <laughs> to be honest. Besides the fact I'm fucking out of practice. Holy shit. It's been two fucking weeks. Two fucking weeks. So my father was born in 68. He was born somewhere in California. And I'm going to make this description of him very brief. Because I don't. I'm not a fucking historian. I don't know how much of it is right and how much of it is just what I've deluded my head to tell the story to be. Um, so I'm not really sure. But he he grew up like all over the fucking place. And this is the thing I, I've always really kind of admired. One of the things I've really admired about my father, maybe he doesn't, I don't think this is something maybe that he is super fond of his childhood whether he's willing to admit that or not but I mean it's experience this man grew up like all over the country essentially he grew up in the midwest he grew up in uh you know east coast he just never he moved around a lot so um that I think that turned that makes somebody a person that um that does a lot Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a, he's a, he's a good guy. So he grew up in a um, a lower income home. I would say. I think that's I think that's a fair statement. He wasn't dirt poor, but very different growing up to how I grew up, which was very was very privileged with love, things I got. As much as I hate saying that word these days, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, no, he's a good guy. Or not was a good guy. Oh, my God, like he's fucking dead. <laughs> no, my father's still alive. I talked to him this morning. He's doing fine. He's doing well. It's just, it's interesting. It's interesting thinking about where he's come, where how what he's done the thing i will say about my father is he works in law and he's had certain positions because i don't want to i don't want anyone to give specifics because i mean if i even tell if i even tell that aspect people could look him up in a i don't want to do that i don't want people to the people know me will it will be obvious but that's that's about all i want it to be at this time, anyways. There's a lot of blank space space here. 
it's hard to put the words together. So, we can talk about this with my father. So, when I was about eight, no, no, it was later than that. I'm full of shit. I would have been, it would have been really early teens. No, maybe. Fuck, I can't remember. It must have been really early. Maybe like 11, 12. Fuck, I can't remember what year that was. He ran for an elected position that was significant in the area that I grew up in. That's all I'm going to say. And I remember there was this, the insane, this, it was just insanity. And this is like, this is something that I've always, I've always uh, appreciated about my father. Is that he, he saw something that was wrong that was happening. He took a stand against it. I don't think many people could do that. Not only did he take a stand against it, he, so his boss had an elected position and he worked directly beneath her and he had known and heard and kind of just realized that she just was not doing a good job in her position. Not even anything, uh, any ill directed towards her. However, not to get political here, but this woman uncannily reminds me of what I would imagine Hillary Clinton is. When I met her in person, when I shook her hand and everything, you know, because, you know, the opposing, we, of course we met. That, that always happens. That's part of the whole thing, you know. Politics is a fickle bitch. <laughs> I just saw someone. Anyways, uh, yeah, but this woman just... Maybe maybe that's why I didn't like Hillary Clinton, but like just comparing the two, the two were very similar in their mannerisms and like how they just conducted themselves, how they presented themselves. Like just this bitch was like just <laughs> straight up Hillary Clinton, pretty much. Like on a small small government scale. And uh, but however, unlike Hillary Clinton, who arguably did know about government um and did you know, despite how you might agree with her, did probably more in government than uh, the current president is capable of doing in, in a... Okay, we're not going to get into that. Fuck that. But uh, regardless, this was this was an interesting time um, to be in this position. So essentially what happened is he, <laughs> he went up to her one day when he was working and he just told her, uh, I don't think you're doing a good job. I'm going to run against you next uh, next election, next election season process, and I'm going to beat you. <laughs> he he said that, or that's what that's what uh, that's what was said. Uh, he I can imagine he was probably very flustered in a uh, kind of a state of panic, and she fired him on the spot. Period. Just done. And he came home, he went home, and kind of his comical self just went just went right off the bat, they got fired. <laughs> As, you know, he got home, he was home early, and, you know, the kids were like, you know, me and 
He, my sister said, got you know, go from school in the afternoon before he would get home. Yeah, that was a, was an interesting times. So he ran against her, kicked her ass. Um, one like, I I could be full of shit. I probably am full of shit, but I want to say he won about seventy percent of the vote in that that area, that certain area that he was getting voted for in the certain thing that I'm not going to talk about. But he did that. He fucking he took. <clears throat> He took this thing that seemed impossible, this this obstacle, if you will, and he made it what he wanted to do, wanted it to be. He morphed his own reality. He literally created he like created this thing for himself, and his entire career now. I mean, it would not have been possible without that moment. I mean, without him, really. I was thinking about this today. It's odd because I grew up in having grown up in as conservative conservative of an environment as I did. It was almost a really progressive move on his part to go against a superior like that. It's really interesting. But yeah, he's an interesting and complex man. I I find myself thinking about him quite a bit quite a bit the last year as I went through divorce and kind of feel like a new unraveling a new stage in my life becoming more of an adult I think it's natural for a man to kind of think of his father kind of think where his father was at even maybe previous generations where his father was at where maybe his brothers were at maybe that's a that's sexist. I don't know. That's not sexist. I mean, I think about, I guess I think about that where women have been to my family, but I think there's something, so this, there's something with like, something like being a guy, I guess. I don't know. It's curious. It's very curious. It's very curious everything going on. But. But I love my dad. He's a great guy. I like I said, I talked to him today. We talked for a few minutes. We have a we have a pretty good relationship now. I uh, I'll be honest, it wasn't it wasn't tight for a hot minute. You know, with either of my parent I mean, with either of my parents probably. And I don't know how much of that was my fault, how much of that was theirs, how much was whatever else. It doesn't really matter in my mind. It's not really something I think about anymore. Honestly, I kind of moved past it. There are certain things, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. You know, there's there are things that there are things that happen in the present, and that's that. But I mean, that in in terms of whatever might have happened when I was, I mean, I'm I'm over. It. I'm I'm my own person. I'm my own person. <sighs> Thank you all for hanging in with me. Those of you who are still listening at this point it's nice to know that y'all are still listening i hope everybody's having a good time well as good of a time as you can be these continue to be crazy stressful times 
seems like every election year there shit happens. I think 2020, I think every four years from now, we just need to start bracing ourselves. We need to just like prepare. That's the thing. Everybody's preparing for these elections. They need to, they need to have the me- mental health, mental health professionals, uh, fucking trying to get their shit figured out. Say, listen, people, come on. Let's get your shit figured out. Let's let's have suicide prevention people set up safe spaces or whatever mental um, mental health spaces, I suppose. Get be like, yo, we need to like get people in school now, because in four years we're gonna need a fuck ton of therapists. People are gonna be losing their minds. I and I don't even. We're not gonna talk about that. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in four years. I it's, it's probably not gonna be good either way. It never ha- it never is. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> a disenfranchised generation. <sighs> Take another sip of my coffee as I sit here and meditate. Think about. Think about stories of my father. Ooh, I got one. I don't know if it's a very good or long or quick one. I guess I'm just trying. I'm trying to think of like isolated, isolated stories between me and my father, or not between. Yeah, between with. Um, I cannot remember. I want to say it would have been. Would have been 2012. Would have been 2011 or 2012. I want to say. I could be full of shit. But I want to say it was that year. And. Uh, YouTube. Was playing in Minnesota. In Min- I believe it was Minneapolis. I believe it was at the Minneapolis State. Whatever school that is. I believe it was at that stadium. And that, that was obviously before. It was reduced to rubble or whatever, <laughs> whatever the state is now. Like I've said previously, I just try to I've tried to stay out as much as I can just to maintain my sanity. But so, me and my father went to Minneapolis um, to go see the show. It was really my first true live experience. Like you know, you see you see groups and bands locally, and you know that's fine. You maybe you maybe even go see some professional jazz or classical that kind of, or some musicals that kind of, kind of thing. But that was probably the tr- first true like rock and roll band experience that I had. It was yeah, like I said, it was U two, and that was that was just so fucking cool. Um, here, you know what? I'm glad I'm recording now because I actually will pull that up. Um. It was called the U2 360 tour, and this was like the fucking coolest shit. Um, they had, they had this crane. I can't, I probably can't play the shit because of copyright. Jesus Christ, they have a bigger picture. <laughs> ah, here we go. Ooh. Oh, 2009. Really? 
Damn, was it before I was in high school? It must, yeah, holy shit. That was not 2009. Here, let me find. Um, I'm looking for a producer to, to cut out this annoying ass time. Okay. Ah, fuck yeah. That is a great picture. Holy shit. Wow. Damn. Yep, I was there. I was there with my, my padre. Me and my padre. We were like over here. <laughs> that was nosebleed. That was a fucking nosebleed show for sure. Oh my god, though. Fucking brilliant. I'll never forget some guys smoke. We're smoking a joint right in front of us. We had to leave because you know he was in a legal position. He wasn't gonna like do anything, but and then uh, there was a. <laughs> I remember there was this guy who was like drunk as fuck right behind us, and he started fucking with us. And my dad like turned around, like grabbed him. He's like, "Hey, get the fuck out!" <laughs> Just already all them kicked him out. I thought it was I thought it was ridiculous and just so funny. And I just it was like just that moment they just started laughing his ass off. Oh, it was great. <laughs> he didn't punch anyone or get physical. He just grabbed him and was like, "You're being drunk. You need to get the fuck out of here." You know, which is reasonable. Or you need, or not even get the fuck out of here. Just like you know, you need to knock it the fuck off. I'll kick your ass or something like that. He probably wasn't as vulgar either. I'm just making him sound cool. For a younger audience, I suppose. But yeah, that was a that was a good show. That was a great great performance. The edge is the fucking shit. How he is able to use all those pedals and delays like on stage and just you know, and, and that was the whole thing is they were all able to spread out on this fucking. Let's see if we can get another picture here. I mean, you can't really see it. So yeah, I unfortunately was not done here. I mean, that obviously would have been the shit. But yeah, it was this whole 360 stage, this crane and everything, and they walked around the whole goddamn thing, had the... <sighs> I wish I could play a video, but I can't because of copyright. But everybody go check that out. Like, look up, just look up YouTube 360 Tour. Look at some videos. It's, good. That, it's, it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You probably won't have as much fun watching the video as I did being there, unfortunately. Um. 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 I feel kind of. I don't know. I don't know. What other fucking good father stories do I have? I don't really come from like a sentimental family. That's kind of the thing. Which I think is, you know, I'm not as pissed about it. <laughs> no. I don't know. It's whatever. I guess the whole thing's kind of cheesy anyways. But, I mean, my dad's a good guy. Deep down. We don't, we don't agree. We don't agree 100%. Probably not even close. You know, but. I think that's what, I think that's what. I kind of appreciate that in a way. Because, you know, fuck that, like, the thing I, that I always just like, oh my god, I can't fucking stand about the, and I'm generalizing here, obviously, but the, the people that, 
like in the rural in rural areas who is just it's just generations of like the same person you know what i mean like the farmer who has all the pigs and cows and the corn or whatever and it's like that same fucking person for like 300 years just doing that one thing which is which has its utility too but be, I guess what I'm trying to what what I'm trying to say is that I personally do not get along with those kind of people. Sorry, I'm an asshole. I know, but that's just how it is, I suppose. And I, I don't. Know. I guess I I appreciate the fact that um, me and my father can be um, both good different uh, individuals have different goals and aspirations and different outlooks in life and still be able to you know have a beer i remember i had a lot of those nights that's last year moving back home moving back home um after a divorce which in my mind at the time was just pathetic <sighs> it was I was in a really bad spot. I I didn't I didn't want to I didn't really want to do anything. You know, I I was just not I was not a good head frame. And I don't know. It was comforting to be able to get off excuse me. When I wasn't working very much and I was just kinda of working part time still getting into my groove and they were still helping me out quite a bit. I remember a lot of those nights were Dad was just sitting down watching YouTube, watching back old. He's either watching back old music videos or watching his cable or not his cable, his uh his rerun documentaries and sometimes the news, sometimes a church thing, and just having a beer with him, having a conversation, talking for twenty thirty minutes. Sometimes I got a little. Got to be a little too much, and I had to retire upstairs. Sometimes it was a little, it was a little better. We, he would maybe drink and stay up a little later than he was. He should have. My dad and I might have our, might have our differences, but I really do love him. So we're gonna take a break here. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out, mate. Yeah, we're going to take a little break. And then we're going to be right back. I'm going to talk about some of my personal... Not that I'm a father, but... Uh, I'm kind of... Yeah. You'll see what... You'll see what the fuck's about to happen. So, stay tuned, y'all. Be right back. Ah! Hello, everybody. And we have returned to the McAllister Hours. And I'm your host... As always, Colin McAllister. Yes, Father's Day. Father's Eve, really. I'm, it's like what? Oh, holy shit! It's like eight thirty. Damn, it's late. Late for a podcast, anyways. Especially a solo one. I took a fucking like. I I meant to take a, an hour nap and turn into a four hour nap. I woke up at six thirty. It's like holy shit! I have a podcast to do still. Fuck. Um. Uh, the person that was supposed to come on had a personal issue that came up that was, I mean, very reasonable. I, I actually, 
um, <laughs> they wanted to come on, and I told them that they no. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want you on if you're if I'm not gonna get to what happened. But for what happened, I was I told them, don't come on. That's fine. No hard feelings. We'll reschedule. Don't worry about it. We are flexible here at the McAllister Hours, fortunately. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was sitting here chilling, taking my little, my little break, and I came across some footage, like some handheld footage. So I think we can play this. I don't know when music starts playing, we might have to turn it off. But um, I just thought this was kind of cool. I'm gonna post a link to this. Also, in case anybody's curious, this isn't really going to be that exciting. Well, oh, okay, here we go. So this, hell yeah, I remember. Here, let's mute the volume here. Just in case there's copyright. Just because YouTube is a fickle bitch. But you can see how fucking big this thing is. Holy shit. I remember that. Remember that video screen. Damn. I'm going to send my dad this. I'm going to do that right now, actually. So, yeah. So, you see that? There's a big tower at the top. Or Well, no. No, that was just behind it. That wasn't. That was the part of the stadium. But you can see that stage. How big that fucking stage is. How many fucking people there are. Oh my god. That was nuts. Here, might as well, uh... And then... Obviously, it's later. Light show, all that shit. Yeah, man. The shit was fucking nuts. It's a good-ass show. Who's texting me? What the fuck does he want? That's weird. I'll send him that later. But... Anyways, that was the that was the YouTube 360 show in Minneapolis that I so fondly remember. Me and my father going to. Um, I mean, I have plenty of other memories of my father, but I mean, I think those two, I think those two experiences were specific to me and I, him and I's relationship were. It was specific to that. So I think I think it was important to impress upon that. Okay. So Dad, I love you, but fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh but uh I do wanna I did because I was thinking about this day as well. Not to get like not to detract from my father or get personal or anything, but this is a podcast. We do cover a wide variety of topics. Uh. Excuse me. And I, although I've not been a father, I, within this last year, took a very dramatic shift into wanting to become a father. And something I've actually been thinking about a lot last month. Being a father. Like, it's something that, it's it's really odd because I don't really, I don't really know that many people my age who want to be a father but I, I I do um I mean I can't handle it financially right now I'm not with anyone that um that can uh, that that's a possibility to do that with so um 
it's not something that is probably going to happen anytime soon. But uh, it's it's interesting because I did I did want to be a father for a long time, alone or not, no no I didn't <laughs> not that I did I didn't want to be a father for a long time that's what I meant to say. Uh, I actually almost got a vasectomy. I I think I've, t I've talked to a lot of men and a lot of them older men and not older, but like older, I guess in my age kind of, and they kind of said they went through that same thing. They like really wanted to get a vasectomy. And the thing is they don't really like let people our age get vasectomies because they're like, you're fucking crazy. You know, I think there's like a certain bracket. So I didn't like really go through the process. I didn't really do it, but I was really considering it. I like, I remember going to work about, like, I don't want kids. So that's the thing when you're like you're when you're young, when you're young, you're kind of like working, you're kind of like partying with your coworkers, and kind of in that environment, and then you're like, you see kids coming in, you have to deal with that 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 really deters you from wanting kids because you see the bad, you see if you just see the bad aspect of having kids all the time, which is what is usually portrayed in this time and age. I mean, birth rates and everything are just like at an all-time low i mean people just aren't having kids like they used to which is probably me arguably a good thing for the <laughs> overpopulation but regardless that is something that uh, for a long time i didn't want to do i i was not interested even when i met my ex-wife and we were both like you know well actually she wanted she wanted kids probably before i did for like a long time, it was like she really wanted to have kids with me. Like within that first little bit. And holy fucking shit. I'm so glad I didn't have kids. <sighs> that would have made my situation way worse. It wouldn't have been good life for them. Um, and honestly, with uh, both of our mental health issues, it just would not have been a good result genetically. So it was really for the best. Um, but it is really, it's really a hard thing. Is uh, you know, especially when, because here's the thing: I left, I left a month, I left a month before I was gonna have kids, or before not I, before we were gonna have kids, before it, we like we talked and planned October. That was when we were gonna start. And I left a month before that. Thank fucking God! Holy shit! But I, I was thinking about that today. I was like. If we had started in October, and, and which is unlikely, but and she had gotten pregnant in October, I would be a father by now. That was really weird. I was taking a bath. <laughs> I was taking a bath this morning, and that thought came across my mind. And I was just like, what the fuck? That is really weird. That is really bizarre. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird to think how far you can come. You know, I'm going to go a little off track here, a little off tangent, but I'm even going to relate this to what's going on right now with with Black Lives Matter and with with everything with maybe not COVID. I don't know. Politically, it's that people change, man. People can radically change. A lot of people won't. A lot of people find themselves at an early age and they stay that way. That's just how it is. And that's really sad. But... For people who are just kind of like throwing it out there, people who are not really like taking the time and thinking about, I mean, you fucking change. I've fucking changed 
in like the last three, four years, holy shit, my life is drastically taking a 360. Not, well, 180 is what I meant to say. But in a sense, it is 360 because I'm divorced. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. But, but no, it's, it's interesting. So anyways, I was going to get into, in, into what, the occurrence of what happened as to how I wanted to become a father. This isn't really something we need to talk about for a while, a long time, as much as I'm already talking about it. But it's something I think I think it's important. It's kind of something I want to touch upon. As dumb and stupid as some people might think this is, this is a very important experience for me. So I was. It, it actually probably it would have been probably. No, it would have been later in the year. So probably July, August. July, August of last year. I was, I found myself alone somehow at home. I don't know if I was unemployed at the time currently for that short period or what, but I have, so I was, I was in a living situation where I was with my, um, now ex-wife and her brother. We were all living together in this small town in South Dakota. And we had a lot of acid, <laughs> say the least. Um, and I decided, I, you know, okay, I shouldn't say obvious. We had a surplus. So I decided to take some on my day off. And it was a really weird, like, just solo trip. And it actually, like, started out really uncomfortable. Like, I had to, like, kind of actively calm myself down. Um, I took a shower. I played. What's the fucking song by the doors? Riders of the Storm. I played Riders of the Storm by the, by the doors. I, like, I laid in my bed naked and just, like, Melted into the bed, essentially. Really weird experience. That was like probably I was I was honestly probably like one of the first times I like really managed to like truly calm my anxiety. Oddly enough, it's weird because like, okay, I'm going off on a fucking tangent about LSD. I don't care. For me, person drugs affect people differently, so don't think this is necessarily gonna be the case for you. But when I ingest LSD. There are times where I am more than extremely anxious. Like, just... <sighs> almost borderline pan attack at points. The, uh, Duncan Trussell, he used a term I listened to in a podcast of his recently that I really enjoyed. And it was a challenging trip. That that Because uh, there's a... I, I think it's true. There is a stigma behind having a bad trip. I don't think it's really possible to have, like... I mean, unless you end up in jail and some crazy fucking shit happens, it's really, I think it's really hard to have a truly bad trip. I think the term should more so be challenging trip. You take this and you're going to deal with some obstacles. But that, but the thing people don't realize is although those experiences are kind of freaky at the time when you're experiencing it, you can really use those to... You can use those as tools for your regular life. And I feel like in that experiences, that experience that I had, I managed to do that with my anxiety. I really, for the first time, like managed to grasp onto me. I mean, being on LSD probably helped, obviously, but I managed to grab onto that music and let, like, literally, I felt like it was it washed over my body, like I was on a shore and waves were just coming up. 
and like it just it just <sighs> waved my anxiety away and like, like starting in my chest where my chest right here especially my where you can feel my 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 biceps not that I really have biceps <laughs> but they're technically there still um I feel that tightened up. That's like when I have anxiety, that's that's the worst thing for me. So from there, just a calming feeling just like erupted throughout my whole body. I just was, it was like I was on cloud, cloud nine, if you will. And I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that that is an experience that I don't think I can, I don't think I can take back. Well, obviously I can't take it back, but I mean that I would, I would take back ever I think so okay so that experience happened um I happen to have a movie that I rented from the box called first man and to this day great fucking film not the best of all time but Ryan Gosling's acting is just um noteworthy uh potentially I, I thought it was Oscar worthy I don't know I don't think he won anything but it was it was fucking amazing it was great um, but in this film, so it's about Neil Armstrong. It's about the moon and all that it is at the base level about that. But what I found the film to really be about was about family. It was really watching his relation, watching Ryan Gosling and well, not Ryan. Gosling. What's the joke where you you watch a movie and you don't even think of the characters' names, you just think of the actor? I don't know. This always happens to me. But anyway, so Neil, good old Neil, <laughs> um, his whole thing was like his relationship kept getting tested because it was the time where there was a lot of political unrest about the, uh, you know, the rocket launch and um, he was, you know, it was dangerous. People were dying in the fucking ship. And he, his there was ten there's tension between him and his family, and eventually him going to space was really bad. Um, like for that, I think he what was it? He had did he have the unborn daughter? I don't fucking remember. That might have been a big part of it. Fuck. God damn it! I need. <laughs> Spidey a producer. Okay, he did have an unborn child. Okay, I thought that was like a big... What? Oh, that was just a Seattle lawyer that... That was so fucking weird. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I thought the article was saying that he had a baby, like a baby was born when he, like the when he landed. On, like what? When he born when he landed on the moon? What the fuck? <laughs> like that Neil Armstrong and had a baby. And I was like, I don't remember. I didn't remember that happening in the movie. What the fuck? <laughs> what? What was that? What was that part then? I don't fucking know, man. I don't remember. There was something that happened with a kid. I don't know if he... I thought maybe he had lost a kid, but maybe it was just the kid they had. But, like, there's a scene at the end where he's, like, on the moon, outreaching to his kid. I remember just fucking bawling. Like, 
losing it. I remember just like having the emotion and that raw feeling where I was like, yeah, I want to have fucking, uh, like I want to have a fucking kid. Like not, I want to, like, I need to have a child. Like this, this is something that like, and that sounded really fucking like terror, tyrannical and rapey. <laughs> I need to have a purebred son to carry my sperm, my genetics, throughout generations, warlords. No, I, I'm not. I'm not on that level at all. But yeah, I think it'd be interesting to dive into that further with like an expert i don't fucking know molly's kind of an, well she's not really an expert you're not an expert until you have a kid right fuck i've kate well fuck we're gonna have katie on katie hopefully i still need to talk to her and confirm all that shit but i'm pretty sure it's gonna happen uh, fuck well no she probably wouldn't god damn it she probably wouldn't be free tomorrow maybe or that day hmm Fuck, been going for an hour. Probably more like 40 minutes in. Podcast time. I don't know. So I had I had notes for... I told stories of, the, of Pops. I told my weird psychedelic story with wanting to become a father. Oh, yeah. And then... So, so that happened. And then we wanted to have kids. And then shit happened. And I left. That's all we're going to talk about. <laughs> Who even fucking cares, man? You know, that that's that's the whole thing about divorce. Sure, there you can go look back in moments and be like, well, that was fucked up. Either, you know, the, the, what, the situation was fucked up, what you did was fucked up, what she did was fucked up, what someone else did might have been fucked up. Or just like crazy shit. Not even crazy shit, like good shit. You know? Fuck. It's fucking raw, man. Life sucks and then you die. <laughs> Wisest words I ever heard. Quick quick anecdote. Uh when I went to private school back in northwest Iowa, I this librarian in the, like kindergarten through mm-hmm. Well, no, it would have been like, just so like my school is really weird how it was set up and going back and thinking about it economically, there's, you know, it was really stupidly set up. The school actually ended up eventually shutting down, merging with a bigger Catholic private school because it just wasn't very well run. But, but yeah, so there was a building in a town that hosted I think it was kindergarten through second. But, like, the, it wasn't just, like, a town. It was, like, a town that was, like, fucking way out there. It was, like, half hour away from everything else. It was ridiculous. You had to take this long-ass bus ride all the way out there. And that was always a fucking nightmare. Like, dealing with kids for, like, a half hour straight. Oh, my God. Ugh. Or longer, probably. Because you had to drop everybody off, too. There were the kids that, there. you know, there was the plastic spoon. Plastic spoon kids. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> <sighs> oh shit. But 
but okay yeah so there was there was that there was the there's the building kindergarten through second it was in a town called hospers you know what's really funny i'm gonna look this up too that church actually just got burned down funny enough <laughs> god uh I thought this was the fucking oh, it was a controlled burn. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I fucking left my ass So that was where I went to. This is. I just, I don't know. I'm fucked up. I love seeing my old school in flames. That's why I always wanted it to be. Fired M <laughs> and EMS held a controlled burn of the former Spalding Catholic School in the Sioux County community of about 700. Uh, the brick facility was phased out during the 2012-13 year. Wow. So it just... Wow. So it stayed like uninhabited for that long. Wait. Okay, so they probably didn't burn down the church, though. The church is probably still there. That's the part I would have really wanted to get burned down. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? I'm fucking evil. I swear to God. What, like, who fucking gets joy out of that? That's the fucking, that's gotta be the fucking basement. Yeah, it's weird. So kindergarten was in the fucking basement. So there was the basement where there was kindergarten. And then, like, the the second floor was, like, the fucking, uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so kindergarten was on the basement floor. First, was it, that's right. Okay, so it was kindergarten through third was there. So it was, the basement was kindergarten. First floor was first grade and third grade. Second floor was the dungeon, um, second or that was taught by this fucking cunt i can't remember her name but fuck her she's probably dead by now in all honesty <laughs> i still remember that shit you were a bitch yo but like like most of my te most of my teachers i i'm i'm sorry you know even by today's standards i don't hate them personally i don't have a vendetta against them whatever there were people doing their job and that's fine I don't really get, I don't really care. I don't really, I'm not going to seek him out or anything like that. Whatever. The, all I got to say is, I, you know, from an adult perspective, you did not take your job very seriously. And if you did, it was in this crazy, weird way that was just not healthy for anyone. So fuck you. That, that logic doesn't sound very sound, but that's, sound very sound. <laughs> but that's how I feel, okay? That's how I feel um but yeah it's a, it's a good joy it's a joy holy shit seeing it all burn down so yeah and then there's there's the church 
which I'm assuming they didn't burn down. The church next door had a basement, or probably still has a basement, where it was the cafeteria, and then it was also the gymnasium. It was, it was like, split up. I remember people would always be playing ball and shit, and ball would, like, hit the shit in the cafeteria. Like, spill where people fucking clean and shit. That's that was like a toll. That's like a toll nine eleven shot right there. Oh my god! So that was the start of it. So that's so that's probably a better picture of what it looked like. And you know it's really so that that top level they were like they were it was so dirty that whole that building was so disgusting. There would be like ladybugs that'd be like like hundred like a hundred ladybugs at least, like crawling in that you'd walk look up and there'd just be ladybugs fucking swarming in that window. Ugh. Disgusting. Wow. That was a trip down memory lane. Holy fucking shit. I forgot that guy. So yeah, that's where I went to school in kindergarten. Kindergarten through third grade. And then they then they switched well, okay, so then I did fourth through sixth grade in another town, another small building, very similar, but it was just one floor. Um and yeah. And then I transferred to public school. And I did that. That was two buildings. That was, well, no. Yeah, yeah. So that was two buildings. That was <clears throat> middle school, which is the regular sixth through eighth, and then high school, which is, you know, high school. Fuck. I've been rambling for way longer than I thought I would. Honestly. I don't know. Do I really have anything else to say? about fathers or about anything I don't know what do you guys think what do you guys think about fathers what are some stories with your fathers put them in the comments fucking have a dialogue I fucking respond I love that kind of shit I love talking you know you can you know if you even want to if you want to you know talk to me go on the fucking discord we can have a straight conversation about fathers if your father was a fucking asshole, we can talk about that shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that happened. I love my father, but he was kind of an asshole too. So I get it, man. But we're not here to talk ill about fathers. Today's Father's Day. Today we appreciate the men who have been there. Because you and I know that there are plenty of people who would not be there for their kids. Who would rather be doing other shit. So, for the men who are there, working, grinding, doing what they can for their fucking kid, sacrificing their their fun and their livelihood and all that shit to be a good father, like, I fucking salute you, man. You're doing well. And the people who, the people who are in the music game and the rap game here who are able to be a father and still do that kind of stuff, I mean... Fuck, you, you deserve more kudos than fucking anyone. And well, maybe not anyone. Sorry. Fuck, you deserve a lot of kudos, man. 
You do a lot. Good fucking you, man. And I think on that note, fuck it. Let's end this shit. I might, I might just try to have this be up by the next day. All right. You have been watching to slash listening to the McAllister Hours. As always, um, oh, fucking, um, I gotta stop saying, um, um, what is it? That's about the dumbest question no. in the world, obviously. Where's my bra? That's about the dumbest question uh, in the world, bruh. obviously. There we go. Bra. 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 Wow, that was way too elaborate. Okay. Before I... Good thing I don't have a beer in my hand, right? Fuck. If I had a beer, maybe I'd be able to shut the fuck up. Okay. Anyways, the Cows to Hours podcast... Next episode, I think it's probably going to be another solo episode unless I can get someone to come and bullshit for an hour. Short notice, so maybe not, but we'll, we'll try. We'll see what's going on. Otherwise, stay tuned. We have other guests planned. This isn't just going to be me the rest of the time. So, all right, everybody. Peace out. You all have a good night. Stay safe. Stay sane. There's a bunch of crazy shit going on. Um, like I said, check out Discord. Check out Patreon. Check out YouTube. Check out Spotify. Check out Twitter. All that fucking bullshit. Oh, wait. One one thing before we sign off here. I did consolidate everything. So all my social media is now more geared towards McAllister Hours. Um, so yeah. That's all, bitches. You all have a good fucking night. Y'all have fun chilling out, vibing out, hanging out. I rapping freestyle now. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Peace out.